0: Welcome back to The Fin Factor. I'm Aaron. And I'm Devereaux. And we are here for episode 199. Paul, unfortunately, is not with us tonight. He is uh, not feeling so well. I don't want to get into the specifics, but he is sick. So he won't be here tonight. So we have Devereaux filling in once again <laughs> uh, for Paul. That's two in the last three weeks. So welcome back. It's, we been, it's been a long while since you've been here.
1: <laughs> 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 i well, glad to have you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Um Let's start with. Uh, I guess the first thing I'm sure everyone's going to want to know is mm,
1: maybe something about
0: where are the cookies. Right? Yes, <laughs> we've got cookies. We've got cookies for everybody. Who wants a cookie? Anybody? Anybody? I going to try one. Yeah, go for it. I have one too. Gross.
1: Oh these <laughs> are great! I don't get any. It these tastes delicious. <laughs> these are Almost great. Are one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. right.
1: Got that,
0: he caught it. <laughs> he caught it. I can confirm that. Not I'm going to have to Touchdown. talk. <laughs> uh, cookies. For those of you who have no idea why we're having cookies, there was a bet that the Sharks were going to get a three-game win streak. And going back to last week against the Rangers, so we'll talk about that in the first game, the Sharks beat the Rangers in overtime to get that three-game win streak. So they extended their two, one of their few two-game win streaks into a three-game win streak. Um... Thus proving my point that the Sharks would get a three-game point streak at some point this season. Um, I'm going to have to finish this. It's delicious.
1: I was wrong. I thought it would come a little bit later in the season. I think I said, I think I was thinking February, but they got it before then. Close enough, man. Yeah, and now we have cookies. Now we got cookies. Thank you,
0: Aaron, for making these. <laughs> yeah, sure. Way. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm have to flush that down. <laughs> All right, back to it. All right, New York Rangers. This is a game that I think... Um, when Paul and I talked about it last week, he was like, there's no way we're going to play or beat the Rangers to get that three-game win streak. And I wasn't so sure. I actually didn't think Shesterkin was going to be starting. I thought it was going to be uh, their backup, which is uh, uh,
1: quick. Yes. quick Oh, yeah. Um,
0: since he had the history of playing the Sharks so many times, Shesterkin actually has not been playing very well in the last month or so. Um, and I only know this because he's on my fantasy <laughs> team in one of my leagues, and he's been killing my team. But... Um, one of the top goalies in the league, and, and also one of the goalies that plays the most games in the league. Yes. Uh, one of the workhorses there. So he got the start, and Blackwood got the start for the Sharks. Um, Rangers go up quick two goals. They're up two nothing, and everyone's thinking, oh boy, here we go. This here we is, go again. This is the end of the streak. We're not going to see cookies on the, the Finn <laughs> factor. Um, but so let's see. Uh, Fox scores in the beginning, in you know, the first period. And then uh, Panarin scores in the second period to go up to nothing. Now, one thing that the Sharks did very well in this game is their penalty kill. I think went three for three. That and That's the phenomenal. New York Rangers are have a very deadly power Lethal. play. Yes, um, one of the top in the league, I believe. So um, good on the Sharks for uh, for for killing off their their three penalties or three power plays. Um, third period comes around. Oh wait, hold on a second. Sorry. I'm I'm not going off my notes here. Um, uh, <laughs> so before we get to that part, um, Logan Couture and Nico Sturm come back. I think this is part of the reason why the Sharks are on their were on their third three game winning streak. Um, introducing those guys back, and I've been a, a big proponent of of that the Sharks are going to get better. And we talked about this two weeks ago when you were here, how Chicago is getting worse. Yes, and the Sharks are getting better because they're going to be getting some of their better players back. Um, yeah, especially the captains, Couture. Couture and Sturm up the middle, they're going to help just even just winning faceoffs is, is a big deal. So, defensively, they are going to get better, and they have. Um, we do not have a video clip, but we do have an audio clip here of this is Blackwood talking about the game and the kind of impact that having Couture and Sturm back in the lineup, in the locker room, whatever, just around the guys. This is what, why I think they went on this little three game win streak here. So, here it is, the audio from uh, Blackwood after the game oh
1: yeah it's huge i mean obviously you saw the performance capo had last night he played incredible um you know that was that was amazing to see and then you know having a guy like coots around and and Sturm, it's 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 huge for us you know we need we need guys like that and then they're leaders in the room so uh you know it feels good there's a good energy and we just hope to keep it rolling
0: going back to uh nico Sturm, he um he got uh what was it? Kynan force checks, on, um, force checks in on the deep and the when the puck was in deep. Man, I can't even talk tonight. He <laughs> drunk off the cookies. <laughs> yeah. no, the cookies are just throwing me <laughs> off here. They look so good. I know. Um, Kynan's force checking and, and forces a turnover, and Sturm uh, comes off the bench, and he intercepted it behind the net, and he shot it off of the back of Shesterkin's leg. If, and it was early. If you haven't seen 30.
1: this goal, you need to go look at it. You The angles is so tight, and it mm-hmm. doesn't seem like there's any way for that puck to get in there. But it sneaks in, and the Sharks have found, they found an opening.
0: Right, and it was backing. early, They're early ba- yes. in the third period. So you get a little momentum. This is at home, so the Sharks fans have something to yes. cheer about. Um, this was only two minutes into the third period. And roughly two minutes later, Ryan Carpenter gets the <laughs> tying goal with, um, uh, yeah, two more minutes later. So it was a little tipping goal here. Uh, let's see what Paul actually put these notes down here. Carpenter ties it at the tip on Ruta bomb 427 into the third period. Um not to uh, not to not to discredit them, but Ruta and Vlasic have been on a little tear lately, scoring goals. Which these are the guys that didn't have I any goals know. like what three weeks ago. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> think we talked about it. Um, uh, I think in the next game we'll talk about it. But uh, uh, Vlasic got his third goal in that game, and he got an assist here. And um, who's the other guy? assist? I just said it. Ruta. Ruta got the other assist. Yeah. So. Um, these guys are not known for their scoring. This is this is like defensive defenseman here getting some points on the board. Plaskis is more of a two way than a, than a defensive defenseman. But Ruta definitely does not really have that much offense in him. Um, but anyway, regardless, the Ruta gets the assist here. We go into overtime and kind of back and forth a little bit. Yes, chances um, both ways for sure. Um, but in the end, in the end, again Ruta. Another assist. <laughs> Baradabanov takes it. Ruta is kind of open up. It's kind of a two-on-one. Yes. Passes it to Ruta. Ruta slots it right over to Hurdle. And Perfect. he buries it. Just buries it in overtime.
1: He was patient with his pass, too, because it seemed mm-hmm. like he was he could have passed it a little bit faster, um, you know, right away. But it was like that split second to freeze the goalie. Mm-hmm. And then just, okay, now there's that, um, that space that he needs to now compensate to slide all the way over to block the shot. Not there. Hurdle takes his
0: time. Just roofs it. There you go. Yeah. Game. Win. Three-game win-, three win streak, and here's our cookies. Now we get cookies. <laughs> <laughs> um, that play, though, the Sharks were kind of... They were going for it because they had everybody at forward. If Shesterk had made a save or if they missed the net or if yeah, that puck rims going. around, gone. That, that's going to be probably a 2-on-0, maybe even a 3-on-0 coming back the other way. So um, Blackwood gets the win at home, and the Sharks go on a three-game win streak. He had a really good game. He had a really good
1: game. That game, the... I mean, yeah, he gave up two goals, but there were so many saves that he he, he really shouldn't have made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I but in saying that, he has proven this season that he can make those plays, those saves,
0: in those critical moments, but he did it again. I feel like Blackwood's been kind of doing that most of the year. Not I think the last month, Kacken has been playing better than Blackwood, but Blackwood's having his moments and, and getting the win here, I think is huge for him against a very good New York Rangers team. And this is kind of the, what I was thinking of how Jonathan Quick was playing was going to be playing against the Sharks because he played against them so much. Blackwood was in New Jersey for so many years playing against the Rangers so much because they're in the True. same division. That same kind of deal here, and um, not that that really matters. I mean, some there's some carryover of some of the guys that he's okay. been playing against for years, but um, regardless, he uh, he puts up a, a very good game against the New York Rangers and. Believe me, when you play very well against big teams like the Rangers, or in the spotlight like they did when they're on the road trip in Montreal and yes. Toronto, and and you play well, teams are noticing. There are scouts everywhere. The trade deadline is coming up. It's coming in about in a state. month. Yep. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have the All Star break coming up in uh, next week, next weekend. And uh, I think... I don't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head if there is a trade freeze. I think there might be where you can't get... Oh, where they're in the All-Star just kind of
1: just, Everything just freezes. But
0: okay. a lot of the GMs are together during the All-Star break. And you better believe they are all talking. All talking. All of them. Kind of like when they get together for their, their GM meeting, I think is in in late October. Um, They usually all get together and kind of talk about the rules and the game and see if they want to okay. make any changes. And And that's not really like... They're not making any changes then. It's more proposing what they could talk about later and what they're seeing and what they want to Got do. You. But again, you put a bunch of GMs in the room. They're going to talk. That's going to be happening. They're to, yeah. Deals are going yeah. be starting
1: to be worked. Exactly.
0: You're, you're greasing the wheels <laughs> yep. there and things are going to be happening. Um, it, all it takes is one GM to go, you know what? I really like the way that uh, Kakanen has been playing and we've been looking do for you another now? goalie. <laughs>
1: you know what? Let's, cons- let's exactly. continue this. But they're
0: they're going to say that to Greer, they're going to say, you know what, Greer? If anyone offers anything on Kakanin, let me know before you pull the trigger mm. and I will counter it or I will offer something more or we'll come, we'll figure it out. Things like that. So, those kind of, those kind of um, not deals necessarily, but conversations yes. are being had. The, the seeds are being planted. Yes. Now, Greer goes, okay, I know this guy is interested in Kakanin. I know this guy is interested in Kakanin. Uh, maybe a couple more and let's see what the best deal best I can deal get is, yes, for the Sharks. For the team. Yep. So, Things, are hap- or things will be happening, Soon. and I think we're going to start seeing some trades in the coming weeks. Um, going into the next game, this is the game, the day game at Buffalo, and I was at this game, as was Super Producer Jason. Um, I brought my son to the game, which is pretty cool, because the game was at 1 p.m., so yes. I could actually bring my kids <laughs> to one of the games. And, um, oh, we had the giveaway. Here we go. Well, I didn't pull it out of the bag, but it's the, um, I'm going to pull it out oh, of here. Cool. Sorry. The sound is terrible on, the, on my microphone. Um... You didn't even pull it out of here. This is the bucket hat giveaway that they had for the game. Ah, get rid of that. There we go. Here's one side, and then it's reversible, and it's got kind of rainbow. Uh, I guess it's rainbow, more tie-dye rainbow. And I don't know if you can get that logo in there. This is the new logo. It was for the Pride game, and it was designed for. Oops. Uh, I believe they had the jerseys Zombi- on before warm-up jerseys during the game. Or before the game, mm-hmm. and then they auction those off. So it's kind of a not necessarily game worn, but uh but, still. but the the players wore it. So uh, and then they auction those off for for charity. Um, and the logo,
1: I feel like last time I was here and two weeks ago, the logo was was a mystery, right? So it yeah. wasn't revealed until.
0: I think it was revealed maybe a week okay. ago. Okay, gotcha. Um, they didn't, and like it was just rendering, right? I think yeah, it it said, just, yeah, it was just <laughs> yeah. It said uh, logo coming or something. <laughs> or to be determined. I don't know. The last time we were on the show, we <laughs> yeah. showed it. They it, it didn't have it yet. So, yeah, that was new, and um, I think it's fantastic, and I don't know if uh, that's kind of too far away, but um, great logo, and uh, I I like it, but I also really love the one from last season. In fact, I wore it to the game. I had my oh, sweatshirt okay. on, and it had the logo. Yeah. Um, and it's funny is, last year, they only had it on the jerseys that they wore for warm-ups, mm. and they didn't have them yet for anything else. They didn't have a giveaway. I don't think they had a giveaway last year with it on. But um, they released over the summer um, the logo on merchandise. merchandise. So I was like, oh, they had it on T-shirts. They had it on a jersey. They had it on. So I didn't want to get a jersey. It's kind of too expensive. Um, I didn't want to get a shirt because I thought the shirt was kind of too expensive for a shirt. Got it. But a sweatshirt wasn't that much more. I think I want to say it was 50 bucks, which okay. is fair. Yeah, it's for fair for a sweatshirt. Fair sweatshirt. Yes. But it's one of my favorite sweatshirts. And it's one of the ones, my go-to now for Sharks games. And I mm-hmm. wore it to the game on Saturday. So... I love it. It says love on it. Has, I know, I'm, I'm not like poo-pooing this logo. <laughs> the other logo I like too, but it has has love on it. It has um, the sticks, I think, crisscrossing, and it's got rainbow tape on it. Okay. And um, Anyway, it always makes people happy because every time I wear it, everyone goes, oh, is that a Fin Factor um, sweatshirt? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I go, no, no, it's actually a shark's one, <laughs> but I wish we had this yes. one because it's so nice. <laughs> um, but anyway, people love it, and I got a lot of compliments on it at the game on this last weekend so um it was great anyway let me um i have not looked at any of these any of these uh clips here can you do the rustling of that package again <laughs> here you go grandizer <laughs> is that good that's gonna be great great oh, for the podcast everyone's gonna love that no. it's so loud <laughs> um uh debbie smith is here debbie we. i made the cookies today sorry debbie you're they're gonna have to make them for next week yes they're excellent yeah. Not bad. You want another one? You can have another one. I won't judge. Go for it. I'm gonna have another one. Yeah. Um. Let's see. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go. To, let's talk about this Buffalo game. Buffalo game didn't end so well. Kind of the opposite of what happened at the Rangers game. Sharks Did start well. They started. well. <laughs> they started well. The Sharks go up two nothing. Two nothing. And then Buffalo comes storing back and scores five unanswered goals. To lose or to beat the sharks five to two. How they scored those goals was
1: not heartbreaking, but it was just a gut punch after mm-hmm. gut punch. It's like a like a fighter. Um, you get staggered me a little bit. Okay, you gotta regroup. You get knocked down, you know, standing A count and the The Sharks had were up 2-0, as Aaron alluded to, and things are looking good. Um, this, uh, saves are happening. They're, they're, you know, they're laying hits. They're winning pucks, all that stuff. Right before the end of the first period, they give up a goal, and it's okay. Going into going into the intermission, going to the locker room. Okay, we gave up a goal. We're still up. This is what we need to do in the second period. Actually, Let's, they tied it before. Oh, the that's first. yeah. That's right. That's I right. apologize. That's okay. That's right.
0: Ooh, that's even I worse. I know. <laughs> I know.
1: It was too quick. Yeah. There's two quick that's ones right. towards the end. Yeah to start the second period, then they gave up another one. It's 3-2. You're mm-hmm. behind now. A place they're very familiar with. <laughs> yes. Yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> but they weren't able to pull out uh, the comeback. Uh, J.J. Paterka. Yes. Alex
0: Tuck. He got two goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tuck got a goal.
1: Greenway. Mm-hmm. Cousins, I think, had an empty net. So 5-2. to two. I still don't like Tuck because he was in oh, no. Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, no. He barely
0: even played for Vegas. Nah, so still. Still. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's all of us. No, I don't like Amita. Yeah. Cookies, it's cookies. I like. <laughs> so, not so much. <sighs> um, all right. I'm just seeing if there's any comments in here. But um, one good thing about this game, Shakir Mukhmadulin, his first NHL game. He's part of the trade that came over from T- from New Jersey mm. when Timo Meyer got traded to New Jersey. This is a big piece because a lot of people were upset that it was Mook Medulin coming back and not... Um, there were three other kind of higher-end prospects mm, that, okay. that New Jersey had that they wanted to come back. Um, I, I didn't know much about this guy. He was playing... At the time, he was playing in Russia. He was in the KHL. Mm, okay. He came over and, and was playing for the Barracuda at the end of last year after his, the KHL ended. Um, so he got a little bit of playing time in the AHL and then coming from Russia and into... North America hockey, it's different because they play on the international ice. Yeah. In Russia, it's bigger it's wider, Way Yeah. Bigger surface. So it's a it's a bigger ice sheet. You're not. It's more space. So it's kind of there's less hitting and less um, physical. It's a less of a physical game because mm-hmm. there's more space. So much space. Yeah. So uh, it takes a bit of an adjustment, and it happens for pretty much every player that comes over from North America. It happened to Eklund as well. He had to adjust for a while. Um, Anyway, he comes over and plays almost, you know, half the year now with the Barracuda. And he didn't start off so great at the Barracuda, but his last month and a half, almost two months, he's been lighting the AHL on fire um, as a defenseman scoring, playmaking, whatever, you know, getting his points. So he's been doing very well. I think he was kind of rewarded in a way. Um, Granted, Ferraro's out and hurt, so they kind of pull somebody up. So they ended up pulling him up, and he gets his first NHL game, gets his first little ice skate around. I don't know yeah. if you know this, but everyone skates when it's their first NHL game. You do one lap by yourself when you come out oh, on the ice. So I, they I always do know. that. That's what they joked cool. with Couture, cool. because Couture hadn't played this season. Oh, and he- and They're like, are you going to give him one lap around? And he's like, no, they better not do that. <laughs> it would have been funny if they did. Um, in fact, th- this week, Marc-Andre Fleury for Minnesota, I think, played in his 1,000th game. Oh. And the team stopped and let him skate out by himself. And he was like pissed off about it. He's like, come on, guys. <laughs> come like, on, I'm not yeah. a rookie. <laughs> so um, anyway, it's kind of a little tradition there. Going back, I guess, for a long time. So um, yeah, anyway, Madoulan gets his first game. He plays a game high 28 shifts more than any other defenseman. More shifts than any. Not ice time, but yeah. shifts. It was close to ice time, though. Yes. Uh, he had night. Let, let me pull up the actual stats here. I think he was the
1: third uh, defenseman. And off by like a couple seconds, and I think probably top five overall on the whole team.
0: Yeah. They just threw him right in. He did. Trial by fire, huh? Uh, Jan Ruta is the only one that had more ice time. And uh, Emerson just had slightly yeah, more ice time. Emerson bit. was at 19.47. Mook Madula at 19.21, so he had an extra eh, half a shift. Yeah. And uh, Ruta had 21 minutes, probably because he was killing so many penalties. But, um, yeah, he, he did not look out of place. So I thought he looked pretty good. Um, he didn't, I wouldn't say he dominated the game, but he definitely no. didn't look out of place, I no. don't think.
1: Um, and going back to his time with the Barracuda, I saw him recently, earlier this month, mm-hmm. uh, they played the Tucson Roadrunners, I believe, and he had two assists, uh, the Barracuda won six to four, they got that monkey off their back, they had lost, I think, three straight to Tucson, um,
0: but no, he looked good in that game. He's, uh, yeah. he's a very big guy. Yeah, I think he's six foot three or four, I'm pulling it up right now. Six foot four, and can skate. And, yeah, so that's kind of a rare breed, and this is exactly the kind of player that Greer wants. I think definitely on the back end, he's looking to get some size because the Sharks yeah. before Greer was here, the Sharks did not have size. They kind of went more athletic, smaller finesse, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah, and less physical and less less large bodies. Uh, Mook Madillon, when he was drafted, they kind of said that he was a raw talent, mm. so he needed a lot of work. He was good. He was going to be good, but you can't teach size. You can't make someone Somewhat bigger, <laughs> taller, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can't make someone who's big, who can skate. You can't really teach the skating as well either. Like you, maybe increase a little bit, Tweets, but not, yeah. not like you have it or you don't. Exactly. So, taking those raw skills of his, both his size, power, and skating ability, uh, was one of the main reasons that my career uh, went after Dolan and not. I think Nemec is the other one Nemec, that's okay. in uh, New Jersey. Um, some people are a little little upset about that. But, man, going back again, going back to that trade, the Timo Meyer trade, everyone was saying how Mike Greer got fleeced and he should be fired and gone out of San Jose. Wow. And right now he's looking really good. You have Zetterland, who is, let me double check the stats here if he's still leading the Sharks, but he was up there at the top um, with Tomas Hurdle. In goal scoring, and Homer Hurdle has won because of the overtime yeah. goal. Yeah. So he's in second right now, leading the Sharks um, in goal scoring. Then you get uh, Mook Madillon, who just had his first NHL game. Then you have um, the first-round draft pick that became... Uh, oh, Blake blanking on his name now. Um, Musty. Quentin Musty. Yes. Who is going to be a fantastic player, and I still think we're going to see him at the end of the, the season. season. Um He's already signed his contract, uh, almost like instantly with the Sharks. So he's already nice. got his entry level contract. As soon as the OHL season is over, I think we're going to see him uh, great. come up to the Sharks for a couple games. Um, a couple other pieces in there. So, and they still have a, a second round draft pick for this upcoming draft. Let's, so go. It's Let's Still go. paying off. Let's like go. even if you didn't have that, it's like it's it's starting to look like that Timo Meyer trade is is heavily favoring the San Jose Sharks. I can at see least that right as now. well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, anything else you want to add to that game or Mook Medulin?
1: Coming off the Rangers game, I did think that they would put out a better effort. I don't know if it was the time. Buffalo's a good team. They have a lot of offensive firepower. Okay, we understand that. But I just thought, again, two-goal lead right before the intermission. You give up the lead. It's still tied. You come out flat. Now it's 3-2. You're behind again, and they're just not able to... Well, If they had won four in a row,
0: what would we have got? Banana splits? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe we can talk about that this. Sh- if they get a five-game streak. Oh, okay. Let's. What are we uh, do? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and do we count shootouts and overtime wins for that? No, no, we need to count that. Overtime, yes. Shootouts, I don't think
1: we should. Okay, okay.
0: I mean, we did. But, um... Grandizer said, that Sabres game, did the Sharks start to play uninspiring hockey? Did they get the memo after the first, hey, we're tanking here, guys. Don't try to back it in. (laughs) Um, I don't think so. I think the Sharks were just, I mean, that was their, they had so many games and so many nights uh, pretty close together. You think the star time affected anything? Actually, no, I take that back. They had a break in between. So they had a long ways, and then they had a break, and I don't know. I think it's just, I mean, Buffalo's a good team. I don't want to discredit them too much. To me, the Rangers, if you look at all the Rangers, the post game on the Rangers perspective, it's the Rangers gave that game away. Mm. They played terribly, which they probably did because yeah. they probably played down to the Sharks' level, yeah. and the Sharks, their hard work paid off. Especially Nico Sturm. We talked about Nico Sturm coming back. That is a very typical Nico Sturm goal of nothing but hard work and getting in that position, skating your butt off, because how many times have we seen other Sharks players doing the same thing, but just that split-second... Hesitation, hesitation or not following not through, commitment. right? Oh, and, I, I gotta go. Exactly, go. and it pays. It pays off. You're gonna get there just in time to score just in time. And because also, if you let's
1: say you don't, you would lose out that battle. But now it's in that player's mind. Oh, they're gonna come that next time. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta
0: be on my game. And it forces and the he, other team to make yeah, a mistake because yeah. now they're under a lot more pressure. Yeah. So again, Nico Sturm coming back and Couture coming back. Nico Sturm is that he doesn't take a shift off. He is hardworking every single time, skating hard. It's infectious. It goes throughout the lineup because everyone else is going to see him doing it and getting success from it. So they're going to do it. So the team has definitely gotten better with those two back. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to read some of these comments in here. Scotty K, Sharks are going to retire Jumbo's jersey to the rafters. That's right. They announced that. I think we talked about this last week, but um, we also talked about last week other players that would possibly get right. retired here now the only two that three maybe i'd say two and maybe a third that we would talk about or that we talked about is joe pavelski okay yeah. he's still yeah. playing so that's not going to happen while he's playing uh of getting and uh who's the other one owen nolan is the other one see i don't think owen nolan played long enough he did a lot for the sharks he team. did In a short amount of time. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I think he put the sharks maybe not necessarily on
1: the map, but more eyeballs for sure. This is a legit team. This is a legit franchise. Look at what I'm doing here.
0: He was on the cover of NHL ninety eight or two thousand. Might have been two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was two thousand. That All Star game was on. Yeah, and the All Star game. Yeah. The All Star game, which we have the mask for right here, from this All Star game in San Jose from ninety what was this? Ninety six? Ninety six, yeah, from the portal. <laughs> just found this in the back here, just hanging out. Um that's the one where he called this shot against yeah. it was it Dominic Hashik? Ooh, yeah. I think I it was Dominic so. Hashik. He's like, yeah, I'm going His right there. I'm, goal. <laughs> <calls> <laughs> yes, the I'm, shot, I'm going right there, puts baby. Puts it in the corner, <laughs> scores a goal and still doesn't get the MVP I, of the I game. Know, like, no. come on, man. Uh, what no, else? What did he have I, to do? Called a sh- yeah, I'm going right here, baby. You had to get a rooster trick apparently oh, to get it. Alright, so um Grandizer, here we go oh. Yeah, here we go again. Please retire Owen Nolan's jersey to At least that ring of honor here. So Saw so where some make the case for Ricci's jersey to get retired to. Again, Ricci, mm. I don't think so. Um, definitely not enough time. He was injured a lot. He had back problems and was mm. and missed a lot of games. Yeah. So again, had had the Sharks won a cup with any of these guys, absolutely. Everyone's up. <laughs> and, and again, what I said last week. If they win a cup with Marlow and Thornton and Pavelski. Those guys are getting statues, not their numbers are dead, or and their re- numbers Every, are dead. Every year. But Patrick Marlowe is in the Ring of Honor. Um, he just got inducted this this year, or mm-hmm. I guess in the end of 2020, 2023. Um, so this season, he, he's in the Ring of Honor. So when, when you walk around the arena towards the, I want to say it's the 208 side of the arena. I could be wrong. Um, they have these bronze kind of plaques. Yes. Up, and it's kind of like Hall of Fame Hall of, fame, of yeah. San Jose area Um, not just sports just yeah yeah not just sports or not just yeah not players either not just players so um, Marlo just went in Chris Wondolowski of the Earthquakes just went in Um, there's some other notable names in there Brandy Chastain is there like all all these anyone who's been in San Jose has been any kind of committed or done anything with teams (laughs) right Uh, they're gonna be in there so um, I could see that I could see Thornton going in there um yeah, Paul, I see Dev <laughs> upgraded the polo. That's right, Paul. Just Paul's not going to work here anymore. Slowly <laughs> <get replaced. laughs> Yes, Paul, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> he's got Paul's dad shoes, too. <laughs> I do not have that. Not yet. Not yet. Deverell's going to go home with a toaster today, though. <laughs> um, yeah, remember how many... The Peter St. John, remember how many jerseys the original six teams have up in the after, rafters? It's a big deal. Personally, I think Pavelski has a chance, not the others. Um... I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think, to me, the front runners would be Pavelski and Nabokov. But I also don't want to retire so many numbers because then you run out of so many numbers. <laughs> also, it's a it. You, we can't retire everyone's number. Right. Like, what did you do? I know,
1: great players. We liked you a lot. You helped us go to the playoffs, deep runs, all that stuff. It's like the like the one per, you know. It's the highest, highest, high. Like it's the highest, highest honor. honor. Right. We can't just let everybody in, cause not then it kind of dilutes the exactly.
0: Uh, kind of like how the Hall of Fame kind of gets slowly diluted. Maybe not so much NHL, but other yeah, sports, it other just sp- slowly just, gets diluted. We
1: can't let everybody in.
0: Jeez. Yeah,
1: yeah. Triple digits yeah. Going on. exactly. Yeah, what are you <laughs> gonna do? do? Decimal points?
0: <laughs> Be twelve point one squared. know, Square root sign. We can't. Yeah. Eventually, you run out of numbers. Yes. I don't, yeah. Letters. Letters. Yeah. <laughs> just logos just, <laughs> just random symbols like prince just <laughs> yes. that symbol yes. um yeah paul just said i'd rather hold off till there's a very worthy player to put in the Raptors. to me it'd be more of winning a cup like the captain winning a cup and and assuming it's the captain who's probably yes. been there for a long time kind of like couture if couture wins the cup and um i'm not saying retired retire couture's number i'm not saying that but who knows you know um how about we put their name in a giant font and their number is a small font so other players can use the number. The name is important. <laughs> <laughs> That's I've never heard that. Before. I don't, yeah. <laughs> um anyway, all right, let's move on to the third jersey. The San Jose Sharks just released this week their new third jersey. So before they had the stealth uh, stealth jersey, that was their other black jersey that they had that was revealed when Carlson had just joined the team so it like had been those. a while. I liked those. I did too. I, I liked them. I thought they looked sharp. Um, I wasn't so sure when I first saw them because I'm like man that's really dark. It's going to look weird on the ice mm-hmm. but it popped. It looked really yeah. good. To me the teal popped off of it because it was so blacked out. Yeah. That it, the teal was They gave like, it that background for it to pop and shine. Yeah. yeah. And I like the way it looked. Um a lot of people get really weird about jerseys. I'm not gonna get too much into jerseys because oh, I don't go. really care. Like the I comments just, are
1: gonna start. Go- oh, exactly.
0: Go. <laughs> like some people really care. I'm just kinda like, yeah, whatever. Like they keep track of the record of if they wear those jerseys and when they oh, don't. Wow. And, and okay, I like believe that. that. I can yeah. see that. Um that's a little too tinfoil hat for me. <laughs> so um however, we have a little clip here of the new jerseys and to kind of set this one up here, um, it's kind of interesting. We had Doug Bents on the show during the draft party. This was back in June mm-hmm. when the Sharks drafted Will Smith and yes. Quentin Musty. And we had a bunch of people coming and going during the show. Um, Doug Bents is the, the chief marketing officer, chief marketing officer, CMO of the San Jose Sharks. So he's in charge of the whole, everything, these hats, favorite, everything, right? right? <laughs> Any kind of marketing stuff, all the giveaways, all the stuff. He was very excited. So. One thing that I've always loved with the Sharks logo is the shoulder patch on the old school logo, or the old school jersey. I don't even think I have a a sample here of it, or not. Or I guess here. No, here. I've always liked this, and I talked to him about it at the show, and just watch his reaction here when I mention it. Are you? Okay. Uh, one of my favorite logos is the shoulder patch, the fin shoulder patch, yeah. and I want that on a hat. And they have it in the store. I just didn't yeah. buy it yet, but I'm going to be buying it. That's probably my favorite logo. I would love, you know, not that you have anything to do with this, but a jersey, a third jersey with just the fin logo in the they, middle. I think that looks cool. They did that. They no had a jersey like do. that. It was, yeah, or it was warm-up. a, practice, or a warm-up. warm-up, something like that, yeah. yeah. Where they yeah. had that yeah. big, and I'm like, Aaron's going to love this. Yeah, too. so and I did. So, so that, that fin's called technically the Evolved Fin. Okay. And if you like it you're gonna have a good year. That one's called the Ex- Evolve Fin? It's called the Evolve Fin because it got introduced with our last year's primary jerseys jersey set. It was okay. called the Evolve jersey. Okay. And so that fin was part of that, part of that uh. I also love the uniform. Th- the fin on the original, the yeah. old school jersey yeah. too. Yeah. Yes logo, which yes. Yeah. So it was an evolution sense. of the yeah. original. Oh, absolutely. The Evolve. I like both. Like, it yes. makes sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Now I don't want to say Doug Benz Listen to me. This Stole. stuff was. It was already done. It was already done at that point. <laughs> he, he was kind of like, oh, if, and he, his words, if you like that logo, you're going to have a good year. And I'm loving it. <laughs> so that was, if you, I don't know if you noticed, but in the back, the center ice wasn't even painted yet. Mm, not yet. And they used this, it's on the cup here. This logo is at center ice, which they've never done before either. They always had the shark's head by yeah. the stick. Um, so they used that logo at first. And I was like, oh, that looks really good. Like it just, it's different, but it's familiar, you know? Yeah, you know
1: exactly what it is. You're, it's instant recognizable. Yeah, bam, yeah. right there. And
0: the colors are all there. Like Everything is It's really good and really sharp. So when these came out, I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. I'm so excited because it's my favorite logo, as I just explained about it in that he clip. He listened to you. He, he did. He, li- <laughs> he did listen. Thank you, Doug Benz. I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate the love. Um, and uh um, I, I forgot where I was going to go with that, but you got like, lost in the fin. All I did. The fin t- I did. <laughs> Your so, dream came true. <laughs> going back to that jersey, they are going to be wearing it for the next uh, whew, almost almost the last of the home games. Like It's going to be oh, all wow. of February and into March. Okay. It's going to be there. And he he explained it in, um, I don't know if it was in that clip or not, because we didn't actually get to hear it in studio, but um, they wanted to, before they've released that jersey, so the stealth jersey came out during... Fan Fest, mm-hmm. and then they were selling them, and it kind of got lost in the shuffle. And then they wear them sporadically throughout the year, and there are certain days. Now it's it's got its own time frame, which was this week, and it's exciting because I think they did it purpose too, because they knew the sharks were not going to be good, right? So yes. it's something to talk yes, about, something to talk about, something new, something positive yes. to talk about. So they release it this week. Um, they're gonna be wearing it for the next month or so, so it gives us its own stage and yes. platform to look at, and I think it looks great. And what they were going for is something that was not like you you wear it. And it doesn't quite. I mean, it looks like a hockey jersey, but it doesn't scream hockey. Yes, jersey. it's it's. I think he calls it a lifestyle wear or something like that. Like that's what they were going for. It's creative. Something that you'd wear outside of a hockey game, or yeah. and also to broaden the appeal to outside of the hardcore hockey fans. Because right now, when the Sharks are terrible, you're not getting bandwagon fans, no. right? You're losing fans yes. because people are just like, I don't want to watch this. Now's the time to kind of get those people, like, get out th- of your comfort zone of your hardcore fans the hardcore fans are still going to buy it. They'll buy anything. Yeah, exactly. They'll buy everything. they buy everything. They're going to be like, you know, yeah, I don't want to go where I'm going to go, but they'll buy anything that, that they put out. So you're trying to get a bigger... Net out to other people, and this I think it's a fantastic idea. I think the obviously the logo is great because it's one of my favorite logos. In fact, this is the evolution of logo. The one before I like this a little bit better than the one from the original one. It's 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 very similar, but this one has just I don't know. It's better lines on it. Okay. It's not as as harsh, I guess, as as the original one, but um, it flows better. It looks really great in that circle, and and I can't say enough about it. So. Anyway, we're going to go into the roll call. So tell us what city you're watching from and what you think of uh, the new third jersey. Do you like it or not? Um, and we'll post those up there. So Scotty K. already said the new third jersey is the coolest. I think earlier someone had just said in the it very the be- best. beginning of the show, yeah, it was the best. And Ben and Gunsry, was that Rafi Torres in the front of the car? Yes, they used Rafi Torres in the promotion. Um, they were going with the uh, Latino... I think it was latino um background which he is yes um his background is his latino and um it had to do with the striping the you mentioned it before on the uh, um before we went live the sleeves kind of have a different type of striping on it and it you'd have to read the details because i'm butchering it like crazy (laughs) on air right now but uh um they, they reached out to him and see, and to see if he wanted to do it, and he said, absolutely. And it's kind of funny, because we were just talking about Rafi I know, Torres. I know, like, all, what, the ago, right? <laughs> yes, all the time. A couple weeks ago, right? all the It is so weird. I swear I'm uh-huh. not an insider, and know <laughs> nothing about any of this stuff that's coming mm-hmm. out. It's pure coincidence. Pure coincidence, I swear. In fact, I have tinfoil right there. I should, I should have made a hat out of that and just put it on. Um. Use the new logo that they haven't released yet. <laughs> <laughs> man that's episode 200 yes uh paul asks isn't fanatics taking over jerseys next year quality has been questionable best yes however the this jersey is the last that will be made from adidas and on top of that um the nhl has a has a, a thing in place that when you introduce a new jersey it has to be used for the next three seasons so even yeah. though fanatics is taking over adidas is making that jersey. Adidas." Uh, The NHL's take is Fanatics is taking over all NHL jerseys starting next year. Okay. So they'll be making the actual, like, um, authentic jerseys. Adidas has the contract now. So you can buy an Adidas. The new jersey is is made by Adidas, which I highly recommend. Fanatics, I don't want to badmouth them too much, but they are awful. Uh, Just Google Fanatics. Awful. And (laughs) reviews, and, and nothing is more than two stars. Um it's just, it's so bogus that they got it. But anyway, the, if you buy, this is funny, if you go in the store, um, the Adidas Authentic jersey is $180. Okay. The Fanatics replica is 175 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would, why, why would you get a replica? Oh, wow. Wow, that's... You know, like why? Get the real thing that's made by a wow. legit company. Um, again, I don't want to get too much into the jerseys here, but, uh. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> That's <was> good. Um, <laughs> Grandizer or Phoenix? No, I don't like the New Jersey. It's another merch to buy, and I don't make enough to get a jersey every time one drops. At least lower the price. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet you can find a stealth one for cheap now since there this you one go. came out. So if you like the stealth one, you can get one of those. I'll sell him a Carlson one. Yeah. Yeah, Super Producer Jason has a, <laughs> has a Carlson jersey if you want it, the Stealth jersey. You actually got it for a good price, I think. 50. Yeah, 50, 50 bucks. I I was on, that was like a year ago. He was still on the team when that happened. He wow. um, knew it was happening. Yeah. Um, see any other roll call answers here. Um, uh, they're both replicas. Well, yeah, they're both replicas. But one, the authentic one has the fight strap
1: attached
0: to it okay so NHL or hockey players they have a strap that attaches to the bottom of their um yeah was it their pads Paul mm-hmm. know. Yeah. know exactly what it is but uh that's that's how you can tell the difference between a replica mm-hmm. and an authentic jersey the authentic jersey is supposedly the exact same jersey that's exact the, same that the players wear but who knows you know fight strap yeah hmm. and grandizer I'm not of the opinion or I am of the opinion that the logo is not what needs fixed. Fix the product on the ice. Win a cup or two, then introduce jerseys. <laughs> then they're gonna have the same jersey. We take that for ever. Yeah, forever. That means they would have the same jersey since 1991 because they've never won a cup. I don't necessarily that's agree with that. Tough, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Yes, don't focus on this, but they have to focus on something positive. Something. Because who knows if they're gonna get Celebrini? Right? You don't know. And they're gonna get yeah I know we'll get into that in a okay. second yeah.
1: <laughs> yes I think uh, yeah I think we should just introduce jerseys every five or six I don't know seven years uh, let's not wait decades before introducing it yeah jersey.
0: but the NHL has that rule is you have to use it for three, three seasons years. you can't introduce it and then get rid of it within one season and True. introduce something else because again that's not fair to the to fans. the fans no I feel jersey. like I don't know if you follow the earthquakes much at all but yes uh, I feel like they have a jersey. Every, every single no every no every season. year every
1: yeah. year they feel like they have a new jersey it comes out and they say, look at this new review. Yeah. it's like
0: we just got the, I was like I put the last That's one that was, was great it. I just bought it <laughs> oh. took a star away oh, oh, no. oh. <laughs> super producer Jason said they took a star away so for those that are not in the know for soccer when you win a championship over your logo because the soccer has their logo here and then their sponsor in the middle they usually put stars for how many championships they win the earthquakes have two. Two. Yeah. Two. Two. Yeah. Should have had more, but they, the team went to
1: Houston. They, they, t- oh, they t- yes. a It's
0: a whole thing. It's yes. a whole thing. Fanatics wow. took away a star. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh. Grandizer, trying to take away my money, never positive. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're good. They're good jerseys. I, I I, might buy one. Or I might buy other merch that's not a jersey. That has the, yeah. Like a hat or yeah. shirt or maybe a sweatshirt. I don't know, something I, I need, or a cup, yeah. These cups are actually from the arena. So, yeah. right? Yeah. Shh. <laughs> You're allowed to take them? I didn't steal them. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's in those cookies? Oh, I'm hungry. I need some more cookies. Um. Anyway, let's talk about <coughs> the standings. For once, the Sharks are not in last place. Is that good or bad? I don't know. Is that good or bad? I don't know, but I did forecast this coming saying Chicago Blackhawks are getting worse. You did. And Bedard, you take out Bedard, their only goal scorer. Um, he's still leading the team in scoring, and he's been out for a couple weeks, weeks now. Weeks. And they're not getting any better. So um, they're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. The Sharks are 4-5-1. and one. So I feel like the Sharks will be about that 3 or 4 wins every 10 games. And... Chicago is just going to go down 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 now the Sharks will start to st- lose more once the trade that then comes and some of those some guys are key out players, yes. yeah. so I, I think the Sharks will also bottom out but Chicago is so bad and I don't even know if they have any players to trade at this point because they've already fire sailed the whole team yeah um they, they've been claiming players off of waivers because they just needed warm bodies. bodies. <laughs> it's just crazy. Uh, You. All right, yeah. come over here. Yeah, nobody's nobody's <laughs> going to want any of those players on that team. So um, Anaheim, I mean, the Sharks are at 30 points. They're tied with Chicago, but they have a game in hand in Chicago, so their win percentage is slightly not, better. Hmm. Anaheim is at 36 points. It's only six more points, and the Sharks play them this week. Yep. Um, they're going to be playing them right before the All-Star break. Um Columbus is at 40. Ottawa's at 40. So those five teams, I feel like, at some point, they're going to start kind of leapfrogging each other. Yeah. Jumping and around. Now, I fully expect the Sharks to still be in the top five pick. I just I Aaron, don't know if so. You, 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 you said top five. I thought we were going for... Top three? Well, top five is in if they're in the bottom three and they lose the lottery twice, they could be in the top five. Okay. The worst they could be is top five. Yes. Mm. So that's what happened last year, then. Exactly what yeah, happened last year. I don't one, want that to repeat. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I know. They were actually in, in a worse spot because they were in fourth last year. Yeah. So they were expected to be fifth or sixth pick, and they ended up staying got fourth. Okay. They got lucky. In, in a weird way, they got lucky mm-hmm. to get Will Smith. Been one. Okay. Um, some, but, Paul. What? No, uh, Aaron, please revisit the 68-point discussion. Is that still enough to be 32nd? No. Oh. Not anymore. No. Uh... Oh yeah! No, Just Chicago is so bad. Chicago, uh, they're at 30 points at 50 games, so they got another 32 games left. They'll probably get close to 50 points. 50 at the points, best. yeah, yeah. So, and the Sharks are right there with them. I don't think the Sharks are going to get over 68 points now. It's too, it's too far oh, no. of a hole. No, 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 no. no. With the the two ten game losing streaks, I think just obviously buried them. <laughs> it's so, it's it feels laughable. like so long ago, <laughs> that, right? Like that's,
1: that was last year. Yeah, it was last I year. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, um, that was a
0: Jersey ago. Oh, that's, that's old news, <laughs> even better. Um, yeah, uh, and Peter St. John saying fire sell everything so we can take. I don't think, I don't think it's worth it. Like. Yeah, Celebrini's going to be a good player. But imagine fire sailing everything and then someone wins the lottery. Chicago. Chicago's probably going to get the lottery. I hate to say it. I hate to it. Put say the hat it. on. Put I the tinfoil hat it. on. I hate it. I just, I think... Back it's to, just... I don't think the Sharks... I, the Sharks back. have never had the first overall pick. So I just don't think it's going to come. We had this discussion two weeks ago. I'm trying to save myself from disappointment. That's what I'm trying to do. Again, I don't want them to go into the draft or into the lottery um, with the number one odds being the worst team and then losing it. True. That's worse. True. True. That is worse. If they go in second and they win the lottery and get first, then it's like you. Oh wow! Look what I this found money. I y- oh thank God we weren't as bad as Chicago yes. and we still get the prize. Fire sell so everybody. Oh, I just I don't think it's I don't think it's worth it. Plus. The returns that you would get on players just by fire sailing and and getting them out the door, I don't think it's worth it. Um. But it affects everything else,
1: right? You have these young players coming in. The fans aren't going to be as plentiful. No one's going to be at the
0: games. You're not going to get... So during this jersey reveal, Mike Greer had kind of a state of the union, I don't know, with season ticket holders. And there's a lot of questions being asked about the future of the team. From what he said, it sounds like... Two to three years is when he expects the sharks. He kind of kind of put a time on it for the first time. Okay, expecting okay. the sharks to be in a very good. Sp- he didn't he didn't guarantee it or anything. Well, but yes, in a good spot because they there's a lot coming off the books in two years in mm-hmm. two seasons. There's let me take a look. Actually, Okay. I can read off the big salaries here in two years. Um, Vlasic is is off in three. That's seven million dollars. That's yeah. huge. Um, or sorry, in two years. That's uh, so not the end of next season, or sorry, the end of next season, not yeah. the end of this season, the, yeah, end, the end of next, of next season. season. Okay, seven million coming off of Vlasic, um, Kyle Burrows, another million. Yeah, whatever. Now can you do me a favor? Can you just like seven million? What kind of player
1: does that get you? What I is think, that? What is that?
0: Uh, in two years from now, I mean that's a very good player. So if you're giving one player that much mm-hmm. money, you're talking. You want defenseman?
1: So, sure, some defensemen? comps. Just
0: throw some comps for Um, him. and for the people at home. <laughs> I mean, that's $7 million is probably going to be at least top four. Maybe okay. I wouldn't say your top, top best defenseman, okay. but number two, number three okay. defenseman, okay. which plastic okay. is not No, right now. No. So um, that's a good player. Or you split that up.
1: Yeah. And you, gave... get,
0: you can get a $4 million and a $3 million player, and that's a pretty good player. Like just for comps on the Sharks currently, uh, who's playing well right now? Luke Cunnan's making 2.75. Wow. You can get another player like that. Um, I wouldn't say a number one winger or anything. I mean, LeBanc's making 4.7. Hoffman's making 4.5. Duclair's making 3. 3? Okay. Um, okay. Someone, you know... That helps me. That gives me a good, yeah. a better
1: idea. Coacher okay. and
0: Hurdle are at 8. That's, Makes sense. Makes you're, it, yeah. you're getting a guy y- somewhere yeah. up there, right? At least in their prime, too. Yes. Okay. So, okay. in three years from now, you're going to have... Will Smith is going to be on the team. Yep, you're going to have Musty on the Musty. team. You're going to have who um, are these other guys that are that are young and up and coming? Um, Beasten might be there. We'll see. Haltonen, who was oh, just man. playing in the okay. World Juniors, and he's got a heck of a slap shot. Um, you got some defensemen that are up and coming, like Jake Furlong is one of them. Uh, Gavonki, I think is how you pronounce it. Another one that's up and coming. I like that. Whoever that name. Yeah. <laughs> the next the the Sharks have. Uh, their first-round draft pick this season that and will definitely be on the yeah, team by then. Yeah. Um, they also have... Do they have another one? Pittsburgh's first-round draft pick mm-hmm. for this season. Uh, for this draft, I mean. Uh, they still have their own second and New Jersey's second. So that's four Let's guys that will be in the Let's top go. 60 players that of this draft. I mean, the draft's not super deep, not compared to last season, but still, you have a good chance that you're going to get someone. And who knows, by the trade deadline, we might even have some more draft picks or even prospects coming mm-hmm. back. So the sharks are in a very good spot. LeBanc's going to come off the books. Yeah, someone just asked about that. LeBanc is coming off uh, the end of this season. So I mean, at the end of this mm. season, we have a huge turnover. Okay, LeBanc, oh, wow, yeah. four point seven. Hoffman, four point five. Duclair, three. Uh, Luke is still be an RFA, and I think he should resign. He's at two point seven. Uh, Barabanov, two and a half. Nikos, oh no, sorry, he's still there. Um, and then defenseman, you got Jay McDonald. He's making a little bit. Kaken, 2.75 for Kakanen. Wow. Um, those guys are all UFAs. So they um, could either be rental players traded and getting some assets back, or they just don't come back. Okay. They don't re-sign next year. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, bandit here. Gavanka. I said gav, gav... How did I say? What did I say? Gavanka. 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 He's German, not Spanish. Or did I say Gavanki? Yeah, I think he did. Gavanka. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, oh, bandit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it all. <laughs> I know. Um, anyway, I'll throw out some, uh, some stuff here. Uh, please like and subscribe if you are not already. Thank you, Super Producer Jason. I'm terrible at doing this. Um, uh, like and subscribe. And if you can find us, if you listen to us Spotify, you can find us on Spotify. We're trying to boost those numbers up. And uh, get us out there on there. And um, if you'd like to support the show, you can send us a super chat, or you can even Venmo us at the Fin Factor at I think it's just the Fin Factor. Um, again, I'm terrible at this. There we go, the Fin Factor. Yes, and if you uh, give us a tip on Venmo, we'll read you the comment either during the show now or while the next show. If you do it in between shows, there you go. And in the meantime, and in between time. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, coming up this week, we have two more games before the All-Star break. Tuesday's against Seattle at home, and then Wednesday is in Anaheim. Mm. So they go on the road before they take their big, long break. Mm. Now, there's there's two ways this could go. The Sharks are either already on vacation mode. Here we go. And ready to leave, <laughs> Here right? Here we go. Okay. Or Anaheim is on vacation mode because they're at home. <laughs> yes. The Sharks being on the road, I think, is a little bit better because they could focus more on the game. Yes. Rather than being at home and... Packing up their bags with the kids to get out, and of then town, and like, right?
1: oh yeah, I'll get to this in a few couple hours after yeah. this
0: game, as opposed to yeah, I, exactly. I, see that. I, I could see that. So, um, I don't know how that's going to go. So Seattle, let's check out what they're doing in the standings. I don't think they're they're kind of middle of the pack. They're not great. They're 18th yeah. in the league. Uh, 21, 18, and 10. They're five, four, and one. They're just mediocre. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're fine team yeah like you just said a really average
1: team they played uh, what well, previously right I think they lost the Sharks mm-hmm. lost obviously it was early in the season uh, they also lost to Anaheim earlier in the season yep. so I mean we'll see um, would I be upset if <laughs> they lost both games once we figure Dude. out once we figure out the new uh, <laughs> game like the prize for like a, a winning streak yes that'll influence yes. how I feel about That's some true. of these games
0: what would you want how many games and what would you want next? Other than Do we cookies? have to raise it?
1: We have to raise it now because it, sure. it was three. So four? Yeah, so four. Know. What's better than a cookie?
0: Cupcake. Brownies? Cupcake? Brownies.
1: Brownies. Brownies. Okay. Okay. Four wins in a row. Brownies. Streaking brownies.
0: <laughs> What's in these cookies? What's in these brownies? <laughs> <laughs> oregano. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no,
1: not oregano. Not oregano. Okay. <laughs>
0: What's Same. in this cup? Oh my god. So, two more games, then we go to the all star break. The stars won't be back until Valentine's Day.
1: This That's like two break. weeks off.
0: It is two weeks off. I think, um, uh, don't listen to this with headphones on. <laughs> 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 I'm chewing here. ASMR, Aaron. It's hard to get more fans. You can almost hear the cookies being tuned, right? Um. <laughs> Big break for the Sharks. Also for all the teams in the, across the NHL. So um, I kind of like they do this. It, it kind of resets everyone. Everyone's mm-hmm. got the bumps and bruises. They get time mm-hmm. to to rest up. And I think it's a better quality product on the ice. Because now, usually that all-star break is a good time for, the obviously, the guys that aren't playing in the Fine. all-star game. Um, rest, reset, and then come back refreshed. And you see a bigger push from these teams. Because most of these teams are going for playoffs. True. So you're going to start seeing the refs not calling as much. It's almost like playoff hockey. True. Right. Right? The refs won't call as many penalties. Uh, games get a little bit more intense. Uh, we kind of see more games go into overtime because teams are pushing back and fighting harder. Um, so there's going to be more points kind of going up in the standings for all teams all around the league. Um the Sharks, though, are basically going to be playing spoiler. Are, it, I think we're going to see them kind of collapse going towards the trade deadline, and this happened last season because mm-hmm. guys are waiting for a call, right? Waiting for Mike Greer to... Yeah. Y- their their hey, phone goes, oh, to, Mike Greer's calling me. Yep, I'm going somewhere. Yep, I'm going over, yep. He doesn't call me to say <laughs> hi, right? He, it's, the boss man is calling. So yeah. um, a lot of times that plays with a lot of people's heads. Um, Mario Ferraro has been in the news for like a month of people talking about him getting traded, even though he still has another year or two left on his contract with the Sharks. He's just a very affordable and one of the better defensive defensemen, at least on the Sharks. Uh, One of the best ones in the league, too. Um, So it just, there's the human element of it that comes into play of mentality and, and trying to stay mentally. Focused on playing hockey, yes, giving your best
1: when mm-hmm. you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see the fruits of <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna be going to another team. Like,
0: you, you, you can't really focus like I need to win on the Sharks team. Yeah, it's more individual focused. I need to play well, so either I could get traded, or you know my line mate is gonna get traded because he's a UFA and he's waiting on the call and he's yeah. playing terribly because he's trying to he's gripping the stick too hard. Yeah. Like just you know, thing it's it's a mental thing. And so I think the Sharks are probably going to start... I can't even say they're going to start tanking because they're already kind of towards the bottom. But I I have a feeling we're not going to see some good hockey in the next... After the break. After the All star break. So there's kind of a... Let me check on the exact date here. But um, the deadline I know is in um, March. It is... 6th? 8th? March 8th. Okay. Yep. So... Uh once they come back from the 14th, that's less than a month away. It's gonna it's gonna crunch come time, up quick. Crunch time. Yeah. And you have all those GMs, like we mentioned earlier, they're all meeting during the All Star game. So they will be uh planting seeds for the coming weeks. Um and this year it's in Toronto. It is in Toronto. So yeah, I'm sure a lot of GMs will be yeah. excited to be back there because yeah. it's in Toronto. A lot of stuff happens there. So um and Paul just said, I don't care that it's still unlikely. I want to be 32nd. Still better chance than any other individual team. Give me losses. I just, I don't think they're going to out-lose Chicago. It's a race to the bottom. It and is. They, Chicago has a head start. Yes. <laughs> they
1: have a head start.
0: They have <laughs> practically no NHL players in their lineup. So um, I just, and, and the Sharks are getting healthier as they come along. With Couture and Sturm coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, Grandin, I think, will be coming back soon. That's really going to solidify yeah, their yeah. their middle, um, all the way up and down. So, um, and who knows when Ferraro will be back? I don't think he's going to be out long term. So that's only going to help them. They're going to be too good to be bad. Yes, no. exactly. <laughs> too good. The, to the be timing bad. is terrible no. for them to start getting healthy. <laughs> yes. um, hmm. uh, the resurgence of Pickles from Grandizer. You know, that's funny. I feel like he was scratched for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start talking about him for a little bit. He scratched for a while. Some of it was personal reasons. I know he had some personal days off. Um, he's gone through some stuff off the ice. I'm not going to really get into it on the show because it's kind of personal. But um, I think that now that that is kind of settled in behind him, he's been able to able focus to... Yeah, a little bit more on, on his what he's good at, right? And getting back to the basics for him. I think, um, again, going back to the mental thing, it is a mental thing. It's mental. And he is uh, mentally. Better than um, than he has been lately, so I think that's part of it. And I bet he maybe does want to get moved at some point, if possible. Um, again, why would he have to? I mean, if he wants to win, win a cup yes. and, and help a team, sure. But I think uh, we kind of see this last last year too, and he was kind of getting scratched and coming back, and they asked him to do a little bit more because I think of some injuries and trades and stuff where they wanted some more offensive output mm. out of him, and he delivered he was i mean i'm not saying he's he wasn't eric carlson but he was and lately he's been scoring and and playing better i think um so i do want to give him some credit for for coming back and, and playing hard and and getting out there and and not necessarily being vintage pickles from 10 15 years ago but he's he's not looking out of place he's not looking terrible like, he had been. And also, like, the offensive
1: output that he's been able to do. Uh, goals, assists, jumping up into the play. That's only going to help, I would assume, his confidence coming back. Like, I still have it. Like, it's just I needed to get past that rough patch.
0: And now I'm on I I'm on to do what I can do. Yep. Yep. And, Paul, given the personal situation, he's probably okay uprooting as well. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true either because I think um, – Most of his family, most of his family's in Montreal. He's from that area, not not exactly Montreal, but around there. Um, But uh, yeah, I I, and again, I don't want to get too much into the details, and I'm not trying to be cryptic here either. But um, you could just Google what it is. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, uh, (laughs) I just saw another comment. I'm not going to read it. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I I mean. I like Vlasic. I I think he's a he's a good player, and I think he could still contribute to some teams. And I think he's a good he'd be a very solid um, kind of that sixth defenseman, bottom pairing guy oh, okay. that can Got play you. defensively okay. and help a young guy, or even be um, kind of the the anchor to a more offensive player. Yeah, that would be pushing. Yeah, yeah. That's the ability. I I can hang back. I'll
1: survey the stuff. You go up, do your thing, and then
0: yeah. Yeah. So mm. I, I think he he still has value. Um, his contract is tough to swallow because it is seven million dollars for another two seasons after this. The Sharks do have a, a retention spot left. You're allowed to have three, and they've used two on Burns and Carlson. Mm. <clears throat> Burns has another two years. Carlson has another was that five years? That's looking l- four, four years. Four four years. Okay. Um, that would be hard to go back to Hostel and say we're going to use another one. So you're going to be paying three guys that are no yeah. longer on our team for the extension of their contract. Um, That's how many jerseys they sell. Yes. <laughs> how many more jerseys are going to come out? Yes. Are you allowed to have a fifth jersey? Six jerseys? <laughs> we need all the jerseys. Okay. All the jerseys?
1: <laughs> when we play on Tuesday, we wear this one. we play on Thursday. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to see if there's any other comments in here. you have anything else you want to add in here? Uh, Thank you for the cookies. Oh, yeah. Uh, Now, I want brownies. (laughs) That would be
1: awesome. Um, No, I... They played... They played like I thought they would play, just not the times I thought they would do it. And so you get the the win against the Rangers. Awesome win. A top team. And then you get a team like Buffalo. Again, very good. And then it's just the... ah, I've seen that before. Like, I... I would be, yeah, and I just would have expected the other way, and it's not able to put together 60 minutes or 60 plus minutes consistently, and that's why they're they're at where they're at.
0: Not at the bottom, but near the bottom. It's kind of their M.O. for the season. Exactly. You know, not playing a full 60 minutes. They're consistently inconsistent. Yes. That's perfect. We know yes. what to expect. Yes. And sometimes we get cookies. <laughs> One type of <laughs> cookie. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for episode 199. Devereaux, thank you again for joining us. Thanks again for having me. Appreciate it. And uh, you're going to go home with a lot of cookies. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to take a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we thank you. Thank you for joining us. And I hope Paul is better next week. Yes, Paul. I don't even know if we'll be on next week. We'll see. I don't know what we're doing because they're going to be on break. So maybe we'll be on break. But if we're not, we'll let you know. And that's a good time to hit that subscribe button or ring that bell. And uh, yeah, so... Thank you, and uh, for Super Producer Jason, I'm Aaron. And I'm Devereaux. And we'll see you maybe next week. Bye. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, check out our other content, especially interviews. You can interact with us directly through social media at TheFinFactor and on Instagram at FinFactor. And don't forget to join our live streams on YouTube. Visit our website at thefinfactor.com, where you'll find all of our episodes as videos or podcasts. You also find our exclusive merchandise to help support our show.